Can you guess my age from the sound of my voice? You can try. I keep honey in my mouth. I keep glitter in my wrinkles. I've howled life and death from the depths of my womb. And the face of my beloved, aged and changing, still amazes me. I think only from the inside out. I think only with my ribs and guts. I use my mind to solve little, fiddly problems. You're best served when you follow my guts, because my guts are everyone's guts, and I'm not pretending they're just mine. But I'll never force you to do what I say. The best I can do is show you what works by doing it. I was once impatient, and the weeks passed like slow saws over my body as I yearned, and now time some days is fast and spinning, too full in each moment, too much to see, something to discover everywhere. Child, if you're impatient, be impatient. And if you're angry, be angry. And if the passion running through you runs hot and savage, let it. That is where you are. And I am not here to change that. If you fear me, fear me. I haven't the time to convince you to love me. That is not how love works. Love is it comes through us and dances between us. It's not created by us, it's only maintained by us, and I won't stop. You're resisting. If your resisting is your own. My rules are this body's rules, and they change as this body changes. Your rules are that body's rules. So listen. Listen to the churning and the language of the heart pumping, and the pulses and shifts, or they'll start screaming at you. And you'll numb them down until you silence you. So I think the worst thing in the world that could happen is if people thought I was boring, like, if, if, if people thought I was boring, and, um, like they thought I wasn't interesting or something, I would feel really horrible about myself. So <clears throat> I think the best thing that could possibly happen is if someone said, oh, I think you're the most interesting person in the world. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's what I like. I like being the weirdest person in the room. I like being like quite different than everyone else. That's why I dress so goth, you know, and that's why I dress like this. That's why I like to dye my hair and change it like quite a bit. Um, and it's not even really about fashion because I'm actually not interested in fashion so much. I just really like being looked at. Um, so, but that's me, you know, like a lot of girls who look like me just really are, they love color, they love fashion, they love wearing black, whatever it is, like they actually do it because they love it. But I actually don't do it because I love it. I'm very honest about this. I do it so that people will look at me. Um, and I know that that's quite just functional or whatever. But I think as long as I'm honest about it, you know, like I don't feel bad about it at all. All right. So what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I don't know. 
I look like this um, because I want you to look at me. And when you look at me, I have some power. And I think there's power in that. Um, I think that I feel the power of it whenever I walk down the street, obviously. (laughs) I feel the power of it whenever someone turns their head because they're giving their energy from like their body over to me. And that feels awesome. So generally it just feels really great to be the most interesting person in the room or at least to look the most interesting but the problem that's happening lately is I'm getting all the power from people um and then they're finding out like (laughs) I'm not that interesting so I'm really nervous but I guess what has made me more interesting is by just being dead honest about this about (laughs) about I want to be like totally different from everybody else like like absolutely completely just me like whatever um and I tell them like I'm a horrible person like that's what I say and that actually makes me really really interesting that makes me worth knowing to most people who've turned their heads around and given me their power and then I'm at risk of my power being taken away like any second if the person comes around and starts talking to me and then they realize that I'm really shallow so the first thing I try to do the first I'm not actually really shallow because if I was really shallow like if I was actually a shallow person um I would probably just like the surface stuff but I'm interested in being interesting I'm actually interested in being interesting so even though I don't know how to do that or I don't know how it works I'm like starting to learn how it works and what's what's great is that people think it's really interesting and also really funny that I can say well you know I'm just sort of someone who wants to get your attention that's really who I am and now that I've got it I don't know what to do with it (laughs) and people think that that's really funny and really but I mean it like I actually mean it so (laughs) so yeah so I'm gonna go dye my hair again um today and it's going to go from being black. Uh, I have to bleach it out again. So it, like every time I do black, it's like, oh God, I have to bleach it out again to get to get to somewhere else. And I'm at high risk. So I actually have to pay a lot of money, so much money to um, get lots of conditioners and do it in a safe way. Right. Like it's been bleached and unbleached and turned every single color of the rainbow. And I don't even really like colors. It's just that like I dress pretty goth. So I wear a lot of black, but then sometimes I go against the goth thing like that. And I and I wear a lot of color because if there are too many goths around or like if I'm going out and there are a lot of goths or something like I don't want to do that I like don't want to look like them I don't want that so I actually have a lot of color as well and if I go somewhere that I know there are going to be other goths I do the opposite thing you know like I just do the totally opposite thing anything that anyone's doing I try to be the opposite I try to be the most different person in the room and it's, it's definitely really lonely, obviously, but I'm not going to get, get all sad and cry about it. I'm going to be like, you know, I own it. I own it. This is, this is how I do it. This is, this is how I go. I would like to be close with someone someday. And I honestly think possibly that there's someone out there, some guy out there who's just as shallow as I am, who not shallow, but you know, like who's just as empty on the inside. I believe that there's someone for everyone. I really believe that in all my optimism and all of the glory optimism I have in me I believe there's someone for everyone that means me that means I'm not going to change a fucking thing I don't want to listen to your meditation I don't want to stop coloring my hair even if it falls out I will hit my rock bottom on my own terms I will absolutely hit my rock bottom on my own terms if I'm meant to hit a rock bottom (laughs) see absolutely so you know I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and if I hit a rock bottom then that's fine there it is I'm at the bottom and 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 I'm done 
you know, and then I'll climb back up and become something new. I've read enough stories. I've seen enough stories on TV, at least. I say read, (laughs) but I've got a shelf full of books that's just for show. Let's be honest. (laughs) Let's just be honest. (laughs) But yeah, I, I mean, I've read, I've read a lot of books, actually. I have read every book on that shelf. I just, I'm just trying to keep up the image of being, you know. Anyway, I've read enough stories to to tell you that stories, in stories, someone like me, they always hit a wall and either they die or they turn around. So we're all going to die anyway. And I don't know how I'm going to die. So I figure if I just keep going, how I'm going and hit that wall, then maybe I'll get enlightened or something. So I'm going to go hard. I'm going to go fast and I'm going to do it my way. All right. So I met a guy and um, he he thinks it's really interesting that, that, that I only care about being the most interesting person in the room. And he said that makes me the most interesting person in the room because um, of how far I'll go to actually be the, per- in, you know, you know, the most interesting person in the room, which is like my whole thing. That's what I do. I am the most interesting person in the room. No matter what, I'll do anything. I will do anything. And he said that makes you the most interesting person in the room to begin with because he said, what if someone came in here and they were wearing the exact same dress as you. I said, I would take off my fucking dress. That's what I said to him. I said, I'll take off my fucking dress. And he said, all right, maybe I can call a friend and have her show up and come inside and, and she can and she can show up in the same dress and then you'd have to take off your dress. And it was quite seductive that he was like that, wasn't it? <laughs> but nobody came in with my dress on. And he said, what if we went back to my place and you came inside and the place was just full of the dress you're wearing would you take off your dress and I told him I was like I'm gonna take off my dress for you anyway mate like come on come on I'm interested you know you're giving me like you give me time of day doesn't take much doesn't take much with me and I'm not ashamed of it so like let's not try this whole seduction thing but it was actually really nice it was nice that he thought that I wouldn't you know, like that was really interesting to me. Like he thought that I wasn't going to go for it, but I was already on the date and I've already shaved myself and I'd already like taken care of everything down there and everything. So like I wasn't going to put that work in for nothing. And I was already on the date and he was passable, you know? So yeah, I need to fill that hole if you know what I mean. (laughs) But it was nice. There was something sweet about him trying to seduce me. And so I didn't. I said, uh, no, I don't want to take this dress off at all. And I changed my tactic. And he said, but what if five girls show up here right now at this bar? What if five girls show up here in the same exact dress as you're wearing? And I said, um, I'm going to keep it on and I'll make them take their dresses off somehow. And he said, that's what makes you so interesting. It's the power, isn't it? And I said, yeah, it's the power, I guess. (laughs) Well, needless to say, I am in love. And it feels powerless. And I hate it. 
and they feel that at any second I'm going to shut him out so that I can get the power back and be the most interesting person in the room again because he knows now, he knows that my heart is sort of like everyone else's heart. (laughs) And I know now that love is something that everyone shares and it can't belong to you. And I'm starting to think, you know, like being interesting is quite a subjective thing. So as long as he thinks I'm interesting, I really don't care what everyone else thinks. I might start just wearing jeans and a t-shirt and go minimal because I'm not really interested in fashion anyway. I've learned all this stuff, but it's not an actual interest of mine. I'm not artistic whatsoever. I'm absolutely not artistic whatsoever. So I'd rather just shave my head and wear a white t-shirt and wear you know, like, just, like, really comfortable jeans all the time and sneakers, and, like, if someone loves me, I don't have to do anything, do I? You know, if that person stays, but, like, I'm really used to doing it the way that I do it, so I don't know what to do.